up, family? This is Swaggoo and Purple Man. We back. First of all, let me say this. Let me get this out the way. Dog, you look, dog, you look amazing, bro. You, you, you post surgery. You got your hair cut. You've been outside. It looked like you got back outside, bro. bro I did, I did, because I, st- I started to lighten up a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> you could tell I've been locked up. You know, know all it. the people that come out of the penitentiary that been doing time. <laughs> They still come out and they look younger they because look they've younger. been inside the whole time. They've been you know inside. That they, they they ain't been stricken by them sun rays. Now some of them some of them come out looking rough because they decided to make their tenure rough. But yeah, you look yeah. good, bro. You hey, I appreciate good, I appreciate it. You look good too, boy. You, you looking sharp as a tag. Hey, you remember the old school? You remember the old school ushers used to say that? Boy, you sharp as a tag. Hey, it's good to see you, man. Cousins and kin folks. I'm glad I'm glad we able to get back. Let me tell y'all something. Like I've been kicking ass and taking names around here at ESPN. I had to do some things, get some situations and circumstances in order. Perk fresh off of his surgery. He's been recovering. It's good to see you, big bro. I'm glad you're back being able to move move about. Um, we got a lot to catch up on, man. We got a lot to catch up on. First of all, tell me what you want to talk about. Like it's so many areas that we can go. What the hell do you want to talk about? Oh. I've been missing you. This this is my sanctuary. We it's 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 the, yeah yeah. We we've been missing church for about five straight Sundays. Unacceptable. Here, here's it's a lot to talk about. Ooh. We got to definitely talk about Kyrie Irving and yep. the Brooklyn Nets. That's a must. We got to talk about our good brother Jeff Saturday and the it's whole NFL. That whole uh you know the rule that's in place about the yep. head coach and hiring for African Americans. We go dive into that. We got to dive into your Cowboys and what they go do with Odell Beckham. You know what I mean? And then I gotta know from you. You got to give me your top five MVP candidates thus far in Ooh. this young NBA season. So I need you Ooh. to think about that for a second. Ooh. So Ooh. look. You okay. don't know what's gonna happen. All but right, I will man, say this. I will say this to you. Let's dive into this Kyrie Irving situation. Oh man. Because hey. what we talk about in the dark, me and you definitely could talk about in the light. And we oh. even already had this conversation about this. Me and you probably on the phone, and I'm here. I'm ready for it. Here you go, Swaggoo. This is what I first thing first, okay? Nobody is against Kyrie Irving. Let's get that understood. Okay. Now, what I am against is him jumping off the porch and needing an army behind him, mm-hmm. but not actually informing his army that he was just about to jump off the porch and go start and go do what he did. See, that's the problem that I have. Everybody's like, oh, you're not supporting Kyrie Irving. You're not doing this. Well, can somebody alert, uh, give us an alert that it's going to happen? So yeah. that we could plan accordingly. That's a plan. Point. Plan, Swaggoo. Plan accordingly. Because it's unfair to put anybody in the African-American community that got a high platform in a situation where they got to pick or choose on a delicate topic or a delicate situation where in the hell we might lose it all or we going to go do what we got to yeah. do to provide for our families. And yeah. that don't mean nothing. There's no in-between with this. Either you're going to be all the way here or all the way there. First of all, you know I'm an old soul. And, and my number one thing, and I tell you this all the time, man, I ain't going to let these people bother me. Mm-hmm. Right? That's where I start everything <laughs> from. Because life is real simple for me, right? Like, 
we can understand two things can be true. We can understand Kyrie trying to educate himself and feeling like he's on this journey of enlightenment and figuring out who he is, what his heritage is. That's respectable. That's commendable. Everybody yep. should try to find out where they come from, what makes them them, what your culture is, all of that. All of that is fine. When it gets to a point where you're offending somebody or you're offending a certain group of people and they call you out on it, don't act like you didn't offend them. Like that's that's Perk, I'm I'm uh, you know how simple I am with this. Come on. Like it's as simple as that. Now, during journeys of enlightenment, the things that I've noticed through through reading, through listening, sometimes your journey through enlightenment will cause tension. Yeah. With a certain group of people. Right. Mm-hmm. We got stuff in we got we got critical race theory that 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 is trying to slavery is trying is being taught in schools, trying to understand how this country was developed, the things that happened. And sometimes we want to be comfortable. Where well, it's uncomfortable. This is an uncomfortable country. It's yeah. an uncomfortable mesh of people because we all come from different situations, different circumstances. And two groups of people, which I know black people, have been for 300 years held in captivity. And I know Jewish people were killed because of their beliefs during the Holocaust. And they deal with racial tropes as well. All right. Right. A lot of of groups deal with a lot of things. The thing that I kind of watch while all of this was transpiring is we can't tell people how to respond to being offended. Like we can't tell them how to do that. Right. Because and and then, too, you know how I am with this, bro. Like, look, man, we we didn't got real into it. The black community, bro, we've been so marginalized and so separated and so groomed and ushered to believe that we have to be a part of groupthink in certain situations. And if we not, we get cast out. We get put out. By our own people saying, you ain't with us. That's what happens. That's what's been happening to y'all talking about this Kyrie stuff on television, talking about the nuance. And I'm not going to even pretend on our podcast that I know enough about anti-Semitism or the history or the or the or what it means in totality. Right. I understand the disconnect. I understand certain things about it. But it was a group of people that was offended. Mm-hmm. They raised hell about it. They asked over and over again, like, what's, what was Kyrie's position? And Kyrie said what he said at first, and then he came out with an apology. So I am i don't know if he came out with the apology because the pressure became too much, or he realized that some things about what he promoted was not good for a certain group of people. All right? <laughs> to your point, I believe Kyrie when he says he don't wish bad on no group of people. Or he don't want to see anybody suffer. He wants everybody to live a good life and be well off. I believe that when he says that. I, I, I do too. I do and, too. And, and but sometimes as humans, we we associate or we attach or we or we promote something knowingly or unknowingly that may cause a divide. Right? And it ain't nothing wrong with acknowledging, you know what? This what I put out caused the divide. I'm still educating myself. Certain things I, I took away from this that educated me. Certain things wasn't true. Certain things I don't believe are were bad. 
initially, if that is said, I apologize for whatever the stuff that was in here that wasn't true that offended people. Man, we right. move on. All right. Here's the other thing, bro. I told you, man. And, and you know how I am about this, bro. You've had a, a lot of conversations with Big Bro about this. Bro, the moment you get on television and you try to please people, you dead in television. Yeah. You're yeah. done. Yeah. You're done. Because we not only have different life experience and we approach things a different way, we interpret things a different way, Right? See, it's easy on Instagram or Twitter to call Kendrick Perkins or Stephen A or Jay Will or or Shaq or or Charles Barkley a coon. It's easy to yeah. do that. That's yeah. that's like that's like the most simple-minded reaction to something you don't agree with. But you asking for understanding about Kyrie's position, but you label the people that's responding to Kyrie's position as a certain thing, and you're not asking about their understanding. That's what we like to do. So that's, that's my we, example. Yeah. That's yeah. my example of the whole, like, oh, they attacking Kyrie. We his army. Them coons, they should be with Kyrie supporting their brother. That's how they look at it. Right. Bro, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in a position to support you to using your examples if you doing something terrible to the community. I'm not in a position to support you. If you are perpetuating or promoting something that we despise as a people, our own selves. Right. And if somebody else looks at it that way, now you can fight the battle that, you know, it don't mean that or you shouldn't feel like that or you shouldn't be offended. But then you get into the position of other people telling your particular community what they should and shouldn't be offended by. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, then here, and, and, and so. This is why it's so complicated to get on on television and have to respond about Kyrie and respond about what's actually transpiring. And there's another part of this where I don't think it's that difficult to respond. But the part that's so hard in watching y'all trying to maneuver and, and, and talk about the situation is, Come on. bro, I don't know what's on Kyrie's heart. I don't know if Kyrie really didn't mean to offend somebody. Or maybe he did. I don't know that. So you're asking me to decipher what Kyrie Irving is feeling and mean about the things that he's saying and how people are responding to it who, as a person that don't talk to Kyrie. Who 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 you do it for? You remind us all the time. Who you do it for? Hey Amen. Who you who you do it for? Who do Marcus Swaggoo Spears do it for? I got five people in my house. Come on. That's who I do it for. Because okay. their their opinions of me are the only ones that matter to me. Yeah, and they come first. And they come first. They come first. Everything else comes second. And, and, and again, here, here, you, you know what's crazy? Hold, oh. let, me, let me dive we in. It. Let me, we let in me, it. Let's get, we in it. Let's let, get, let's let me, get let in me it. tell you this. The same people. See, this is the problem that I have. The same people that expect you and I to go mm -hmm. out there and, and, and jump out on the limb, right? Are the same people that if we do jump out on the limb, if we decided to do that, yeah. and we go to them same people and say, hey man, look, I'm coming to your city. I need you to be off and be available Monday through Friday. 
And they don't show up and say, man, I couldn't take off from work, Big Perk. Oh, you couldn't take off from work. Yeah. What? Why you couldn't yeah. take off from work? Or why you couldn't stop doing what you're doing? Oh, because, man, I got my wife and my three youngins over there. I got to provide. Oh, but you. Perk, you know what's disheartening, bro? I'm going to say this and we going to move on because it's some basketball stuff I want to get to. You know what's disheartening, bro? It, take, it, it doesn't take much to sever us as a community. That is so disheartening to watch it happen. Like we 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 I, I'm talking about black people. It's it's so easy for something to just absolutely disconnect. We don't want no discourse. We want to label the ones that ain't in the group think or thinking like you, and we want to label the ones that's with you. Like it is so, bro. It is it is one of the things that I watch transpire on Twitter, and I thank God, bro. I I know it's God. I thank God that I really don't give a damn about what people say about me. Like I, pr bro, it's not everybody is not like that. And as yeah. I've grown, I've had to understand that what people say about certain people, it affects them daily. It affects how they move. It affects how they think about things. It affects their life. It that shit don't affect me one bit. And I don't know if it's healthy, and I, I don't know if it's healthy or unhealthy. But I will tell you this: if you are costing me my peace, it's too damn high. <laughs> like bro really? I'm telling you because reality is even when we own the same mission and even when we trying to get the same things accomplished we will go about it in a different way based mm -hmm. on our experiences and the way we grew up but as long as we trying to get to the same spot and we trying to make sure that we taking care of our community taking care of our families that is that is the common ground we can agree on when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's the Kyrie situation for yeah, me. Yeah, and that, that's cool. We had to address that, but let's yeah. address the basketball part yeah. of the Brooklyn Nets because I see a whole different. Dude, it's like a it's like a soap opera, dude. It's yeah, like it is. It is. But I see a whole I see a whole different energy now. Yeah, Vaughn, congratulations to him, new head coach, permanent. No have no second guessing, and I guarantee you, Kevin Durant had his back. And see, here's the thing: what I love about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant don't always be the most likable person on Twitter, right? Yeah. He doesn't like us, and damn it, we don't like him when it comes to media. It's part <laughs> of it. He got me blocked. I've been blocked for three months. I done blocked him. We're talking probably. I told you, I told you, I know you yeah. and KD cool. I told you, I love KD. I love yeah, the dude. Yeah. Bro. And, and, and here's the thing, though. When he moves to that point forward position and he has to take the load and make plays for others, 
he goes back into that best player in the league conversation. It's not basketball. it's beautiful basketball. <laughs> and and I heard him say it post-game swagoo. He said, Man, it feels like the 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 sanctuary again, where we could just yeah. get back to focusing on hooping and see. That's what I see because right now, do Kevin Durant have a championship caliber team? No, no. But he have a bunch of young guys that he's embracing right now because he has no other choice for us. Cam Cam Thomas, who is a flat yeah. out baller, then you have Summer. You have all uh, even Claxton is a young fella. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, Ke like. Let's just rock out and let's just go hoop. We got Jock Vaughn. We bought into what he believed in. We bought into his defensive schemes. I'm going to lead. We can lock in on basketball, yeah. which is why they're ultimately here. It's yeah. to play the game to of hoop. basketball, man. So, yep. so, so I haven't done this in a long time. Credit to the Brooklyn Nets. Because although they may not win games, I could see a shift. Yeah. In the culture. I could see a shift in the in the, in the whole, whether it was the firing of Steve Nash or whatever the case may right. be, the energy different. So I'm happy for Jock Vaughn. Mm -hmm. All right. Because whatever he was in, the interim role that he was in obviously proved to the Brooklyn Nets brass that he's the guy. Right. Yeah. And I love the word you use was culture. Because that's yeah. what it's about when it get when it gets to the head coach, when it gets to the basketball part of the Brooklyn Nets. Culture has been the problem. That's what the problem has been. It's been too much unsurety. The boat has been rocking. It's been just everything going on. And getting back to hooping is the remedy for KD. Like yeah. we all, I've heard every pundit, heard every guy that analyzes basketball say, KD is a hooper at heart. He'll, 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 he'll hoop on a cruise ship if they got a basketball court. Um, right. The other thing about it is, is that, when you look at KD now, and I'm specifically pointing at KD, sometimes going through that fire develops you as a leader. Bro, the hell that KD has been going through the last two years in Brooklyn, dealing with everything, James Harden, Kyrie, the coaching situation, asking for a trade, not getting the trade, coming back and embracing being back, and those young guys and rocking out with them – I think for KD, this has been an education experience in leadership, and it's almost been because he had to. Not mm -hmm. because he wanted to, but because he had to. Because guys have always respected KD as a hooper, right? And you feel like he can lead you on the floor. But I see his interviews, they're a bit more reserved, they're a bit more thoughtful. He's willing to he's willing to talk up in, in a in a light that's not so standoffish and because he understands, bro. These young guys that's in Brooklyn are looking at you to mm -hmm. tell them where we going. Yeah. As opposed to just come out here and play good, KD, and we'll figure it out outside of that. I got tremendous amount of respect for that. I think that's a step that he's taking, or at least I've seen through everything that transpired in Brooklyn. And I'm gonna leave it there. But look, you talked about you talking about having to go through the fire to get what you needed to, to get where you need to go and then make you stronger. Well, guess what? I missed you. And you, this is what I'm about to tell you about to blow your damn mind. You ready for it? Talk to me. This ain't no hot tape. This ain't nothing of me trying to come back over. This is me and an unbiased opinion about how I feel about an NFL team right now. Don't and you say they, what I think you about to say. Oh, I'm about to say it. 
I'm about to say it. I'm watching the NFL right now, and anybody can be beat. I get it. The Philadelphia Eagles, they look damn good, mm-hmm. right? They're winning football games. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, Mahomes is Mahomes. Come on, man. Get to what? Uh, come on, man. You got me in suspense. Them Dallas Cowboys, bro. Them Dallas Cow, them Dallas Cowboys, my boy. You know, when you see us, somebody say, my boy. My boy. Hey, bro. They real, they, Perk. They the truth. Oh and, 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 and I, I'm not even, this treat bro, I'm not even, I'm not even on no trying to welcome me back. I know, I know. I'm watching them and they the truth, bro. And, 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 and I'm going to say this, you got to run the damn football. They doing that. <laughs> Stevie Lamb enhances game a little and elevate just a little bit more. It's going to be okay. If they get Odell Beckham Jr., it's over for real. But that defense that y'all got, like Michael Irvin say, is <laughs> finger licking. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie, man. I ain't gonna lie, dog. I'm watching. I'm bro. saying to myself, I'm like, bro, like so. So I'm, you know me, bro. You know how much I love the Cowboys, but I'm always reserved in my analysis. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent with you. I think they the truth. So, I think they the truth, dog. I'm t- and that don't mean they gonna win no Super Bowl. Yeah, but but they gonna give every team they play hell. Get give me give me give me name me two teams that got a better overall team than the Dallas Cowboys. Give me I two. Would say, I would say. Philadelphia, and I would say Buffalo when they fully healthy. And Josh Allen been tripping a little bit. And he banged up. And he banged up. And they, they got a lot of players that, but I'm telling you right now, Dak looked like he found his, Dak looked like he found his groove. Bro. That defense is on point. The chemistry is going to get better. And I, you know what I love the most? I love this. Because I, I'm a strong believer, and I get it from the old school. I got an old soul. Iron sharpens iron. Yes, and when you And when you have Pollard and Zeke competing for those possessions, Both for those downs, it sharpens iron. Ain't no time way, to relax. Yeah, yeah, because the way Pollard did the week before last. Against Detroit, yep. It put that pressure on Zeke to say, hey, hey. Uh, I love, yeah. I love that you, I love I, when you get. But I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just giving you my testimony. I know it, man. <laughs> I'm giving I you my it. testimony, and I, and, and look, bro, I ain't gonna even lie. I've been waiting to tell you this. I've been oh, waiting to tell you man. this right now. I strongly believe, bro, and I know I picked uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, yeah. Joe Burrow and them haven't been looking good at all. They're inconsistent, man. Mm-hmm. This just might be the Cowboys year. This might be the year they get to the big game. I'm with you. I'm with you, though. I ain't I ain't about to fight you. Cause I would say, you know me, I'll be like Perk, I don't think they got enough. They got enough. They got enough. They and got I, enough. And look, since we agree we can move straight to the next topic, I gotta yep. ask you about it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Our brother, great guy, Jeff Saturday got him, you know, got moved into the interim head coaching job yeah. with the Indianapolis Colts. Shout out to him, first of all. Shout yep. out to him for getting the opportunity. We wish him well, and we hope that he goes to see. Succeed. Right. Let's get that out the way. Now I need your thoughts on the whole hiring situation. With that, take Jeff Saturday. Hold on. Yep. I want you to take Jeff Saturday out of the equation, like you don't even know him. Yeah, like he's not one of your brothers. And I just want you to give me your fair take on that hiring and everything else about it. With that being said, it's a travesty. Okay. Like you said, like, like, bro, I don't have to lament. Like, Jeff is our guy. Like, I don't have to fake and be like, oh, I love Jeff Saturday. Everybody here at ESPN, I ain't close with. We cool. We quadruple. I ain't close with him. Me and Jeff Saturday, cool. Like, right. we, we we talk. We we. I feel like he's a 100% good dude, right? right? Like, nothing about Jeff Saturday has anything to do with what I think in the hiring practices and him getting the interim head job with this uh, franchise has anything to do with my relationship with Jeff Saturday. Right. It has everything to do with principle. Mm. It got everything to do with principle when it comes to Indianapolis and when it comes to the NFL. First of all, I've been thinking about this. The NFL shouldn't allow this to happen. You should be forced to hire an interim head coach from within your organization that particular year. I think they should talk about that. All right? That's the, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. The second thing that comes to my mind is – Jim Ursay said, I know I like that he's not qualified. I want to know what black coach has ever heard that in an interview. I want to know what coach has sat in front of an owner to get a job, and the owner said, I'm going to give you this job because you ain't qualified, but I like you. Okay? This is not the way it should be. And I, I mentioned black coaches because obviously they have had to deal with this. But this should this should make every coach, white, black, Hispanic, Asian American, women in the league, this should outrage all of them. Yeah. Because you it is crazy to me yeah. that Jeff Saturday a week ago could be sitting on get up in the morning talking about Aaron Rodgers and how he feels about the Packers and now leading a group of 53 men in the NFL as a head coach. That is asinine to me for Ursay to even go down that road. One, when you got coaches that are there on that staff that not only have head coaching experience, but have went through the trenches with these guys that are currently on this team. And yeah. it may cause a little bit of resentment. I'm sure it does because you know how ego-driven professional sports is. Bro, Jeff Saturday, if I've been going through the war with this team and we've been losing – Jeff, Saturday can't walk into my meeting room and tell me how I'm going to do things. Like, he can come in and say, hey, man, this is the things that I've been seeing. And what, what, what do you think? How do you think we get better? But there is no authority there. Like, dude, you don't know what's going on. You don't know who injured. You don't know what we've been dealing with schematically. You don't know the things that have transpired within this organization from a quarterback situation to, to moves that have been made to who we've tried to get to what guys are disgruntled and want to get out of here. In the, the film room. In the film room. And then this the other thing. Jeff Saturday is set up to fail. 
Like, he's set up to fail. He just had to announce who the offensive coordinator was. He's trying to figure out who what this quarterback is in Sam Ellinger, who is only going to start his third game ever. So Jim Ursay mm. put Jeff Saturday in a terrible situation. Jeff Saturday accepted a job in a terrible situation. And whether you're on the fence about if he should have said no or yes to it, I don't give a damn. If Jeff wants to be a head coach at some point, you can't say no to being the head coach in the NFL. I don't give a damn if you know the situation or whatever. If that is your goal to eventually be that, you can't say no when it comes to your doorstep. And and if it's not your goal to be that, it's still hard to say no. It's still hard to say no. So, so look, man, that's where I'm at on it. Like, I'm, 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 like you said, I hope Jeff has success. I hope he can do something. I hope he can prove that he can, he belongs in, in that role and other teams see what he can do as a coach. But it is crazy as hell to me that the Indianapolis coach hired an interim head coach who was sitting on a TV set two weeks ago in the middle of a losing season. Mm. That yeah. should not be able – that should not happen. It shouldn't It happen. shouldn't be allowed to happen. It did. That's my take. And, and you know what's the sad part? And I'm going to end this part of our conversation with that because you gave me everything I wanted to hear and everything I needed to learn and know. Yeah, man. Is that it should not happen, but it's going to continue to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, here. Yeah. So here we is. We – I didn't bless your Cowboys. We talked about Jeff Saturday. Before we get out of here, I need to know this from you, Swag. I need to know. Okay. Okay. It don't have to be in no particular order, but if you want to, because I know your brilliant mind when it comes down to the game of basketball. Bye. Okay. Bye. Here's the thing. Give me, I know it's early in the season. I need your top five MVP candidates right now. Oh. My, my knuckles a little ashy, but come on. You, you know why they ask you, right? I took a shower last night. You took a shower. That's I mean, shit, that's <laughs> yeah, I took a shower last night, and I didn't All have right, on, and I didn't have on flip flops. But go ahead. <laughs> you at home though? <laughs> obviously, Giannis. Yeah, obviously. Okay, Luca. Yeah, this ain't no particular order. I love it though. Uh, I think D. Mitch in there. I love it. Um, Jokic. And probably Jason Tatum right now. Look how slow that finger rolling up for Jokic. I know, I know, but I, I, I just, I love when I, when I, I mean, look, Boston doing well. Jason Tatum, I love. Jason playing well. I, I don't. I mean, it's boring because I think that's everybody's probably if you took a consensus. But right now, what Giannis and Luca is doing, bro, like. See, here's my thing with Luca too. That's the, we know what Giannis is, but let's talk about that. Let's talk about skinny Luca. See, he ain't Henny Luca. He ain't well, Henny Luca this here's year. Here's the thing, Perk. This is what I've been trying to teach my son. What? If you can be that good in basketball without being athletic, you play forever. Remember Dirk played for like 30 years? Because he was so skilled, and that 15-foot around that free throw line went in like 70% of the time. What 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 I think about Luka Doncic is this. Go ahead. 
his ability to play the game at this level is sustainable because it's not predicated on athleticism. Yeah. And, and look, big body, strong, court vision. And it ain't about body. speed or jumping high or no. it's strictly skill. It's strictly skill and right, IQ. And yeah. IQ. He yeah. rebounds the ball at an extremely high rate. He got dimes. He got posts. He got a he's still working on being consistent at his shot, but he get it done. He gets to yeah. the free throw line. Let me tell you who he is. He's a younger LeBron James minus the athleticism. The athleticism. Don't let that go over your head. Yeah. He's a, it's no other player besides per, LeBron. It even, took, it even took Braun a little bit early to get this skilled. I think Luka is more skilled. Uh, yeah. At but this I'm point just, than Braun. I'm just talking I know about what you're saying. his overall complete offensive package. Yeah, no Let doubt. me say that. Offensive package, meaning uh, I'm diamond. I'm creating, I'm keeping you on my hip, I'm zipping yep. them passes across court, deep corner, on time, on target, and then I'm going out here and get you 12 boards. 100%. And I'm going to get you 30. I'm He's a put dominant you basketball player. He does not have a Robin. He has a lot of great role players, yep. but he don't have a star at the two point. No disrespect to Tim Hardaway Jr. and Christian Woods. I believe those brothers could go, but they're not a solidified number two option. No. So he here's, he the that. here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to tell people this one time again, okay? I agree with you on that. I take Jokic out of that, and I'm going to add Ja to that. Because okay. Ja, ja playing, he's been playing without Jaron Jackson Jr. I believe they sitting at a 7-4 record right in the middle of the West. He's averaging right around 30 points at night. Mm -hmm. He's shooting a high percentage. And my honorable mention that we sleeping on is Trey Young. Trey Young, Young, the most disrespected superstar in the NBA, is who we sleeping on. But I'm going to tell you this, Swaggo. You look good. You look good. Your suit game been on point. Your eyeglasses been on point. I see you poking out. Your LSU Tigers, we ain't got time to dive into that. But, boy, big time win. I'm talking about, man, y'all address them like the numbers on the house. house Be your box stop. Hey, but look, hey, man, it feel good to be back. You it know what I mean? We back like we never forget, like we forgot something, but we here. I love you, brother. And love look, you too, and I know, hey, look, cousins and kid folk, we ain't going nowhere. We may go through some highs and some lows. And we some dealing low. with we stuff. Be, we, we dealing be, with stuff. We yeah, be dealing real with people. stuff just like y'all be dealing with stuff. Yep. Love we real people. We ain't robots. But we love y'all. We love y'all. <laughs>